יבמות דף קי"ט. המסכת הזאת מדריקה לפרפואה שלמה, שמעון בן שמחה. אלא לפנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל. אמן. And we begin today's דף, new פרק, last פרק of the מסכת, האישה בתרה. And we start from the first משנה. So we have a case of אישה שהלך בעלה וצרתה למדינת הים. So she went, צרה went with her husband. That means there's another wife over here. Another wife stayed home. He went with his Sarah, the co-wife, and he went overseas. At the time that he left, he had a brother. So if he had a brother already, there is a potential of Yibum. Again, we always like to know what the status is before anything happens. Where is the Hazaka? So the Hazaka is that they don't have any children, anybody in this family yet, and there is a brother and that potentially, if anybody dies over here, there is a yibum situation. Now what happened? They tell the lady that stayed behind, met ba'alech. Okay, so met ba'alech. So the chaurah, she has to figure out if the tzara got pregnant and had a baby or not. Because if the tzara had a pregnant, got a baby, so therefore there's no... Yibum or not. So the Mishnah says, Lo tenaseh. Well, she can't get married to the shuk yet because she might be subject to Yibum. Velo titiabem. She can't make Yibum either. Achetida until she knows. Shemme me'uberet hi tzarata. Maybe the tzara is me'uberet. If she's me'uberet, then obviously there is no deen of Yibum. So the Mishnah that she says over here, Ho'il u'blo banim yatsa. Bala, right, when they left, there was no children. And the Gemara will ask, well, why don't you just make a halitza? And you broke it up. If there was a boom situation, the halitza broke it off. If there was nothing, it was nothing. You just took off a shoe stamp. And the Gemara will just say, why can't you just make a halitza? But what do you have to wait? And the Gemara is going to ask also, how long do you wait? I mean, Shema Me'uberet Sarata. And then for what? You wait forever? Shema Me'uberet Sarata. How long do you have to wait? Three months, nine months. That will be a subject in the Gemara. Now let's go to the next case in the Mishnah. Hayta la Hamot. Let's say she had her mother-in-law. Or Hamot. In Medina Tayyam. And... What happened? Uh, and she, she didn't have, Mahamot, her mother-in-law, and she doesn't have children yet, the mother-in-law. And therefore, there's no children yet. Mother-in-law has a child. No, which means another child, another child, another child. Brother of the husband. Another child. So therefore, there's no Yibum over right. here. I know she had a child because he was, he was married, obviously, to somebody. Haitala Hamot, the Hamot was with her. And the question over here is, at the time that she went out, she didn't have, uh, the, her husband didn't have any other brothers. And if, if she didn't have any, he didn't have any brothers, he's not falling to a situation of Yibum. So it's not Mechizkat Zikali Yibum. And then what happened? Ena Hosheshi. We don't have to worry that maybe her mother-in-law, who was Bimidinatayam, had, uh, had a child. And therefore, if she had a child, then she is now Zikukat Yibum when her husband dies. So it says like this, If when she went overseas, the mother-in-law, she was mele'ah 
meaning she was uh, she was full, meaning she was me'ubedet, then the kala has to be chosheshet, and maybe she gave birth, over there, therefore she's zikukah, the yibum, and therefore she cannot go to the shuk until she clarifies it. Rabbi Yoshua Omer, ena chosheshet, that even if she went full, and she went overseas, she does not have to be chosheshet, that she gave birth to a healthy boy that will obligate her to the yibum, because again, we're going to deal with over here odds. It's quite possible she gave birth, but to give birth to a viable boy, it's only one option. There are other options as well, and therefore uh, those options will not mandate a, a yibum, and therefore Rabbi Yeshua says they not have to be hoshesh. Now she okay. says over here, Haitala Hamot, let's just read that she for a minute, we'll take the questions. Hamot meaning her mother-in-law ben Medina Tayam, who she and when she left, lo hayala ben. Ve'en yabam lazu. Right, so there's no yabam to this lady. Ena chosheshet shema nitan la yabam. Maybe she got a yabam. Afal gab the haishina ne'el shema yalda tsara. Well, in the first case, we had a hashash that maybe the tsara that went away with her husband, maybe she gave uh, uh, she gave birth. So why over there are you chosheshet and here not? Hatam hu dechol madi yalda tsara. Ben Zachar ben Nekeva mapikla leha miyibum, which means no matter what she gives birth, that Sarah already she has a child, whether it's a boy or it's a girl. So therefore, no matter what she gives birth to, there's no yibum. So therefore, over there, the odds are she's with her husband. If she gives birth to anything, so therefore it's going to potato. So therefore, over there we have a bigger suspicion. But over here, you need a boy. <coughs> Again, you need a boy. Aval hamot diiname yalda. Oh, let's say she gave birth. Lo zakik la lehach elaim ken yalda zachar. And it's got to be a zachar that is viable. Vechulehai lo halshinan shem yalda zachar. Vehai lo halshinan shem yalda zachar hayat. Exactly. Therefore, there's uh, less odds, as we said. Exactly. The Gemara will explain it. Therefore. We don't have to be a Hoshesh as much. And the Shbiyushu was in a Hoshesh, the Ika Lememar, Shema Hepila. You have to say that to the fact as well. Maybe she had a miscarriage. Shema Hepila. And if you say if she didn't, she didn't have a miscarriage, maybe it was a girl. So if it's also no Yibum. That's why Yushua says, so again, that is the uh, last case of the Mishnah. I'm reading again. Haitala Hamot. She had a mother-in-law that was Medina Tayam, and at this point, she did not have any other sons. The Mishnah says, "Ena Chosheshet." If she didn't go out pregnant, you don't have to be Chosheshet again because it's less uh, probable over here. You have to shoot for a boy, and therefore, in the Resha, you didn't get shot for a boy or a girl was uh, was more probable. But if she went Medina. Then already the Tanakhama says, Hoshesh and Abi Yeshua says, no, you still don't have to be Hoshesh, because even if she went Mele'ah, there's still options of a miscarriage, there's still options of a girl, which would not mandate a uh, Yibum. Now let's go to the Gemara. The Gemara says, Mai hi tsarata. If you look at the language of the Mishnah, it says, Ad sheteda shema me'uberet hi tsarata. That the lady that is, is, is stayed behind who did not go to Medina Tayyam, she's in limbo until she finds out if the tsara, he tsarata, 
had a, a baby or not. So the Gemara says, "Mazze hitzadata, Micah mashmalan." So what is it coming to teach us? Hakam mashmalan lehat tsara hu dehaishina, which means this tsara who went with Medina Tayam with the husband. That's the tsara yehoshesh that maybe had a a, a baby. Aval letsara achariti lo haishinan, which is we're not choshesh that maybe he married another girl the midinatayam and she got pregnant. Calm down. The tsara that went, that's the one you choshesh. That's what it said tsarahi. Hurry, you choshesh, but you don't have to worry. I mean, odds are not odds, but it's possible he married somebody else. Maybe she got. We don't know about that one. Therefore, we don't have to be choshesh to that uh, to that case. We have a rashi over letsara achariti imbau edim. Let's say witnesses come along and say, we were there in Hong Kong, she's not pregnant, and therefore, therefore she's not, um, therefore there's no, uh, there's no children over there, so therefore she is subject to uh, Yibum. However, right, Maybe she married uh, uh, somebody else. And then you already have a, uh, a, a question. No, you don't have to be a choshesh to that case. Okay. That is the derisha. Okay. And what's the deed over there? And, 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 if, and if she did give birth, I'm just speaking it out, and if she did give birth to a, uh, a, a child, so then already, not the mother, the first case. So then already there's no yibum, because she has a, uh, she, right, she have a child. And we don't have to be choshesh that even though uh, this one um, does not have a child, because the Edim came along and said maybe there's a, another tzara that had a child. No, we don't have to be choshesh to that. So that's what the Mishnah says. Very good. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's the And therefore, this lady over here that remains will be muteret liyabam. Okay, and to, uh, even though you have a risk over here that maybe if the other one gave birth to a, a child, then she's forbidden to the Yabam mm-hmm. because it's Eshet uh, But we're not Hoshesh to that. If there's no children for this one, she's subject to Yibum and no problem. Okay. So what did it say in the beginning of the Mishnah? She's in limbo. She cannot go to the Shuk. Why cannot she go to the Shuk? Because maybe there's no child. Because maybe there is a child. So the Yabara says, I understand. Okay, maybe the Tzara overseas uh, gave birth. And therefore she's Petura from Yibum. And therefore, Kapaga'a, Kapaga, or she gave birth. Kapaga'a be'eshet achde oraita. And therefore she's making a suit be'eshet achde oraita. No problem with that. Ela, lot but you're coming and say she cannot go to the Shuk. Amai. What's, what's the problem? The Chaura, if you just play the odds, you should be okay that she should marry the Shuk if you're working with what's called Rov. Mm. Why? Go like this. Halach achar Rov Nashim. And what's the Rov Nashim? The Rov Nashim mit Rov Nashim, they're living with their husbands, they get pregnant and they give birth, which automatically <coughs> would exempt her from Yibum and be permissible to go to the Shuk. Now, Lema, maybe you'll say then, Rabbi Meir, that some Mishnah is going like Rabbi Meir, Dechayesh Lemi'uta. Oh, so therefore, if you're going to be Choshesh Lemi'uta, so therefore you cannot let her go to the Shuk, because you have to be Choshesh to the Mi'ut of the ladies that 
don't give birth, and if she doesn't give birth, she's still subject to yibum. And therefore, we cannot let her go to the shuk. So therefore, you want to say the Mishnah must be going like the B, mi'id that's hayish lemi'utam. She says, where do we see that? Beperek akol shuhatin, gabe kutim, shigazar al kol kutim, mishum otam, shematsu, demut yuna, behar girizim, mishta'avula. It was gozer on all the kutim, even though there's only a minority of them that worshipped Avodah Zarah. He was hayish, that maybe they're from the mi'ut, and therefore, he was gozer on them. Fine. The Gevara says, no. Afilu tema rabbanan. I could say, Amishnah's rabbanan. Hold it. How could Amishnah be rabbanan? Rabbanan go after Rov. And Rov Nashim mit And therefore, mit when they were their husbands, so therefore, the Chaura, she had a child. I don't care if she had a boy, I don't care if she had a girl. Bottom line, she'll be exempt from Yibum, and therefore, she should be muteret Leshuk. How could you say the Mishnah's going like Rabbanan? Ki as the Rabbanan batar that's only a rov that is in front of us. Uh, like the story of Tesha Hanyot, nine stores, ten stores, we'll see it now. Or the case of Yechen Sanhedrim, the laws of the Sanhedrim with the judges. But a rov that's not in front of us, we don't go. So I'll explain what it means over here. There's two types of roves. There's a rov, the Ita Kaman, that's in front of us. The story of the nine kosher stores and the one not kosher store. And we found a piece of meat in front of the stores over there. So I don't know what store which is in front of me, this piece of meat came out of. So I said, call the Parish, Mirubak, Parish. The Safek is, I have two groups. I have a kosher group and I have a non-kosher group. So when the rov is in front of me, I used to have a Safek where this came from. So that I go with rov. Or let's say judges. When it comes to judges, the judges are in front of me, so I count them up. You have six judges that say, you know, one way, four judges say another way. Okay, you have a rov. That's a rov de ite kamam. The way rov ite kamam means you have two piles, let's say, and therefore I just have a specific which pile it comes from. So I say it came from the majority. Over here, it's not that I have two piles. I only have one lady over here. I only have one sarah. I don't know. Satam Shah, I'm saying, is she coming from this pile of ladies or is she coming from this pile of ladies? She's no. Is she pregnant or not? Now, it's Rov Nashim, you're right, but maybe, 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 maybe today Rov Nashim was not. Maybe today wasn't like that. Maybe today, it's like having a mitzvah of nine. It's not in front of me. Maybe today, if you look at the report of the girls that gave birth, the majority was they didn't get pregnant today. They did. You don't have a regular safek where you have the mitzvah in front of you, nine and one, and now you can say Mr. Mat came from the Rov. Here already you're making a, uh, an assumption, a statistic of, of normal people, but not that she's coming from one of the two groups necessarily. <laughs> therefore, that's a rov that's not kaman, and therefore even the rabbanan that go with rov, when it comes to rov she'enu lefanenu, they don't go with it. So therefore, we're not going to say rov nashim mit aberot, and therefore we don't matira to the shuk, because maybe she didn't give birth, if she didn't give birth, we cannot let her go to the uh, shuk. Huh? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? You know this law already, we learned to the Gabi Yibum. Minors, whether it's a girl or a boy. We're going to see that that's a case of leta kaman. You'll see why in a minute. But the rabbis followed the rov. We learned this many times. A katan ve katana do not make halitza, do not make yibum. Divre rebi mi'ir. Amru lo rebi mi'ir. Yafe amar chen chotzim. I understand why you want to say that a katan ve katana cannot make halitza. Ish ketib ve parasha. Ve im lo yachposa ish 
Okay, ish means a man, as opposed to a katan. And we know that once we're excluding a man, we make a hekesh between men and women to all the laws of the Torah. So therefore, a katana will also not be subject to halitza. We make a hekesh between a female to a male, and therefore, uh, we come along and say, because the Pasuk, so therefore, we're talking about the Ibn Toh also, and whatever we said by the Yabam, we're going to say by the Ibn Toh, it's like Katana doesn't work by the Yabam, it doesn't work by Yibim. We can accept you that you're right by Halitza, but by Yibum, why can a Katan make Yibum? So the Yabam says, Katan, Shema Yimatse Saris, because maybe it's, we don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's going to become a Saris, meaning not be able to bear children. If they're going to bear children, it's not subject to Yibum. Because the only purpose of the Yibum is because to have and she might be an Ailunit, meaning she also not be able to bear children. What's going to be the problem now? So now she's going with her uh, uh, brother-in-law or sister-in-law, Shalom Mitzvah. Okay, the Pogim Berva. Fine, that's the Bimi is Hashash over there, that she might become an Ailonit, he might become a Sari, therefore keep away. Okay, he's Hoshesh for this far fetched uh, situation. With a banan, now the banan that had a question, right? The banan asked the Bimi, I understand Halitza, but Yibum should be permissible. Savri Zil Bataru Vadikatanim. You go after the Rav of the Kitanim. Verov Kitanim loves Sedisenu. Rov Kitim Anat Sedisim. Vizil Batarov Kitanot. Verov Kitanot love Ilonitinu. Hold it. This is a Rov that's not in front of us. And we just said that the Banam, when it's a Rov not in front of us, they don't go with the Rov. And here they're taking the Rov that's not in front of us. We don't have two, two piles of Kitanim, some of this and some. We want to know which group this kid comes from. He's going on a statistic. Odpam, you just told me that the Rabbanan go with Rov, but they don't take Rov if it's not in front of us. And therefore, Rov, I'm going back, I'm repeating everything. Rov Nashim, we said, ah, mit'aberot. So we said, if Rov Nashim mit'aberot, so when this guy took his Sarat to Medinatayam, this time after you found the Rov, they had a child, I don't care what they had, therefore she should be permissible to go to the... Shuk and the Tanakh and the Mishnah said, No, she cannot go to the Shuk. Ah, it's a rov, but it's a rov, the letter command. It's a rov that's not in front of us. So you just want to know is she part of the majority statistic of ladies that give birth or not? So he said, Oh, that's not a rov. The rabbis don't go with rov, therefore you, have, you cannot assume she gave birth, therefore you have to assume that she's familiar, therefore she cannot go to the Shuk. What are you talking about? When it came to a katan and katana, the rabbanans wanted to say, the Katamikana should be able to make a Yibum. You know why? Because Rov Ketanim are not Sadisim, and Rov Ketanot are not Ailonitim, and therefore it should be okay. Ah, but that's a Rov that's not in front of us. Not two groups, two piles. And I was saying, you're part of the statistic of Rov. And the Karabalan don't take Rov over there. And here they're taking it. So therefore you cannot say the Mishnah is following Rabbanan. Because it sounds like they go with a Rov, whether it's in front of us or whether it's a Rov that is not in front of us. We got to say, the Mishnah is following Rabbanan. That's Hayish Lemi'uta. And therefore, since it means Hayish Lemi'uta, that's why the lady cannot go to the Shuk. 
Because even though Rav Nashim are mitaberot, there's a minority that are not. And if you choshesh to the miuta, you have to tell the, 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 the co-wife that's back home, you got to wait. Because maybe your tzara was part of the miut, and therefore you're subject to yibum, and you're not subject to heter la shuk. Now the Gebarah comes along and says, wait. No, she cannot. She's stuck. She's limbo. Matila Shuk. Give her a Shuk. Give her a Halitza. Matila Shuk. Maybe you have to ask her. Maybe you have to ask her. Because there's a Torah issue over here. Therefore, I should ask her. Give her a Halitza. There's a solution. Really, that's to be a solution for everybody, by the way. That's to be a solution for the Bibi'ir also, by the way. That's the Gibraltar's question. The Gibraltar's going to ask that question. Just give her a Halitza. Give her a Halitza. You're covered. Because everybody, okay. If it's nothing, it's nothing. If it's something, you got rid of it. Even if it should work. Everybody halitza should be the solution of it. That's going to be the question. The kotel banana, it sounds like, you can be matinah to the shuk. You might not need a halitza kotel banana. Because if you go with rov, rov is rov. That's it. You're passing it in rov. Just like you need the meat that comes out of the store. Meat that comes out of the store, you eat it. They don't say, well, there's one tariff store over there and I better not. Eat it. Well, the, the, the judges, six so against four, judges. Solution, don't eat. You have to eat. You got to eat. You got to eat. That's not a solution. You got to eat. Can't say. You got to eat. Okay. Now the Gemara says, anyway, b'mayo kimta. So now we're going to get stuck over because we just committed that the Mishnah is following the bimir. And once you commit that the Mishnah is the bimir, you got to exactly. You got to commit the whole Mishnah like the bimir. And you see, it's not going to be so simple to commit this whole Mishnah like the bimir. B'mayo kimta. How did you establish this Mishnah? Kira bimi, that's choshesh to mi'uta emasepa. We'll bring you a question from the sefa. Haitala hamot. So what happened over there? The lady had a mother-in-law. She was Medina Tayam. And um, what happened? Uh, her husband died without children. And you don't know if she is subject to Yibum or not. What is it dependent on? If her mother-in-law in Medina Tayam had another kid, or actually had another boy, so therefore, she is technically in limbo because she does not know the status of if she has a brother-in-law to make you boom to or not. And what do we say? We're not osheshet at all that maybe the mother-in-law gave birth and therefore that she's she's mutated immediately because she goes after the rov. Rov nashim et aberot beyoldot. What does that mean? Rov give birth. But <coughs> asking a question. Why should? Why? 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 Why is she free to the shuk? Rov nashim et aberot beyoldot, and therefore this mother-in-law must have gotten pregnant according to the rov and gave her birth. Yehuda says you're right, but he need a specific brand in order to make yibum miut mapilot. First of all, you have a miut that. Has miscarriages. And to have boy and girl, that's already 50 50. Smoke me uta. Take the me of miscarriages, the mapilot, the mehsa nekevot, and add it on the scale of 50% nekevot, and that tips the scale. You have nekevot plus mapilot, that's 51%, and you only have 49% 
Zachar. So therefore, Rov, she's okay. Go to Rabbanan. But hold it. That's why you're not Hoshim. But if you're saying the Mishnah is the Bimeir, Azagavaruk. So Yabra says, Reuta, Vavidu Meuta, Lihush. Lihush. Because you just said the Mishnah is going to be Meir, Hashim and Meuta. You're 100% right. It's only a 49% chance that she had a viable boy. Okay. In the meantime, she had a viable boy in the Mi'ud. She cannot go to the Shuk. She, go to the Mi'ud. She's got to wait in order to make a Yibum. How could the Mishnah right away matir her to go to the Shuk uh, according to the Bimi'ud? That's Hayish. The Mi'udah. The Yabara says, the Yabara has an answer. Hold it. When she, how did the case start? The case started that the mother-in-law did not have a child. So she had a hazakah that she was permissible to the shuk going in. So, oh, since already the hazakah that she was permissible to go to the shuk, lo hayish. Okay? So now we, 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 we're adding new rules here. You're right. The mimi is hayish lemi'uta, but not against the hazakah. But if I have a hazakah that says she is permissible, you're not going to take the mi'ut to break a... Hazakah. So the Gemara says, oh, 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 that's the rule. Now you got to plug that rule into the Resha. And now let's see if that rule works in the Resha. Because in the, in the Resha over here, she actually was a Zikuka Liyibum. Because nobody had any children over here. And therefore she was Zikuka Liyibum. And you wanted to say what? That we have to be Hoshesh to a Mi'ut. That what? That maybe, maybe she had a, a, a child over there. So she's not going to be permissible to the... Shuk. So the Gemara says, Resha did Hazek that she was Behazkat Zikuka Liyibum in the Resha Liyibum, and therefore to make Yibum actually, and what? So therefore we should say what? Tit Yabim. So we should not take her out of the Hazaka because of the Mi'ut. What did the Mishnah say in the beginning? She can't make a Yibum over there. Why? Because we have a Rov. We said, Kod Rabbanat. Rob, oh, Yaldot, Rob, Nashim, they give birth, and they put the Sarah over there, and therefore they can't make Yibum over there. Okay, wait, according to Mi'ir, but if you're going with the Hazaka, what was the Hazaka that she was Re'uya to Yibum? Going in, she was Re'uya to Yibum. So what do you got over here? You're worried about a Mi'ut, that there's a problem over here? The Chaura, you don't make the Mi'ut going against a Hazaka. So the Chaura, in the Resha of the Mishnah, we should say she should be able to make even a Yibum. Now, the logic sounds good over here. Tosfot goes to town over here and says, "Hold it, this is this is a, this is a little different over here." And I read you the the Tosfot over here. Kushat gemara temuha lechaora b'mekles shel asefa with the mother-in-law. Shashela yaima hamot yalda yabam b'dimirat achere. We have a question: Did the mother-in-law give birth overseas? Yesh miut bilvat. So it's miut. So mama she miut. Did she give birth to a boy? So that mi'ut, I'm not going to say breaks a hazaka, because hazaka was that she was permissible to the, uh, to the shuk, because there was no child. So therefore, what do you take? You take the hazaka, or you take the mi'ut, you take the hazaka. The sefa makes perfect uh, sense. So, 
ההחזקה של זקוקה ליבום, so she had a, going in, she had a חזקה that she זקוקה ליבום. הוא נגד רוב. Now that's going against a רוב. Because רוב נשים מתעברות and they, and they give birth. שמא אין בכוח חזקה להכריע רוב. Exactly. Well, you, you want to come along and say that uh, 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 the hazaka is stronger than the mi'ut. That's the resha. Uh, but, uh, but you want to say, that's the, that's the sefa. But the resha, you want to say, hazaka is going to be stronger than a rov? Over it's a rov, rov nashim mit'aberot. The question of the Gemara is difficult. Exactly, the question of the Gemara is a difficult question of it. You want to come along and say, uh, what we want to answer. We want to come along and say, how can you say that the Rabbi is the author of the Mishnah that's Hashin al Mi'uta? So we have some problems. No, we have rules. But not against a Hazaka. And that's why in the, in the Sefa, uh, you have a Hazaka. What was the Hazaka? That she was muteret lashuk, because the Badnu did not have another child. Yehoshesh to the Mi'ut that she might have had a boy. That Mi'ut that she might have had a boy is not going to take away the Hazkat hetel lashuk. Beautiful, as a seva makes perfect sense. In However, in the in Hoshishin, because why? It's only a mi'ut that she had a boy. Hazaka right. says she was muteret leshuk. cannot be overridden by a mi'ut that she might have had a boy. Mashi'ekin in the Resha, what are you talking about? And the Resha, she has cat going in because there, no, there, no, there was no children over there, not by the tzara, not by her. She had a hazkat that she was a to yibum. And now what? Over here you have. A, a situation of rov. It's not a situation of mi'ud. Rov, nashim. Have babies. Have, have babies over here. So, it doesn't matter with it. That's exactly the point. It doesn't matter when she has a child. So therefore, in this case over here, what do you want to say? You want to say that uh, the mi'ud, there's no mi'ud over here. Over here it's a rov. So maybe the rov can go against the hazakah. Therefore, I'm going to come and say she has a, a, a child. Therefore, she has to make... Uh, uh, Therefore, uh, 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 she's, she's petura from uh, from Yibum over here. So therefore, over here it's not a miut in the resha. Over here, what's breaking the hazaka is a rov. That's Tosfot's question. So Tosfot again says, "Hazaka rov shema en hazaka rov." And that's why the bimiid was asura letiabem. We ask the question, according to the Bimir in the Resha, that Yehoshesh le Mi'ud, we should say what? Make Yibum. So what should make Yibum over here? Over here, maybe because we say Rov, maybe Rov, maybe, maybe a Mi'ud doesn't weigh against the Hazaka, but a Rov will weigh against a Hazaka. And that's why the Bimir says, you cannot make a Yibum over here. That's why the Bimir is said. That's the question of the Tosafot. So it was for explained that the Buddha Matthew Resha, Shabanat, and Magshani Kach, Mehash, and Bimi Ir Sober, Shoshishim, the Miut Kemolerov. That's the point. Miut is Hoshesh too, just like it's Hoshesh to a Rov. Just like we're Hoshesh to Ruba, we're Hoshesh also to Miuta. Im Hazaka, Yehola, let's start the Rov, Ulakria, Kenegid Miut. If normally let's say a Hazaka, Kibi Mitzaref to a Rov, Ulakria, Kenegid Miut. So if I can take a hazaka and add a rov to the hazaka in order to go against a miuta, vehare shiuchla gam nitzaref the miut ulakriya afidu keneged rov. So put the miut on the hazaka and go against the rov. That's basically what we're saying to do. I'm taking a hazaka, this hazaka she has hazaka yibum, 
and take the mi'ut also that says she has a hazaka of, because the mi'ut do not give birth, and therefore, if the mi'ut do not give birth, she is subject to, you so add the mi'ut to the hazaka, and if you add the mi'ut to the hazaka, that'd be able to go against a rov. That's what the Gemara is trying to say in the answer according to the Bibi'ir. And that's what you have to say over there. So the Gemara comes along and says, fine, that's one uh, uh, that's one uh, 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 understanding, but the Gemara says also the Gemara's question. So what's the Gemara's question? <laughs> Why are you saying in the Resha that she is uh, forbidden to make a yibum? The Chaurah she be permissible because she's got the azaka that she was subject to. She's got the miut also in her favor according to the Bimir. So smoke miutah the azaka and fight the rov, and then she should be permissible to make a yibum. And the Gemara answers, Amar of Nachman, Amar Abu. You're right, you're right, but. You're right, but. Reshad isur karet. That's the Mutai. The Resh of E, you've been matiring Eshet Ah. And you deal with a karet over here, you've been an Erba. If you let her make a Yibum, so therefore, Hashishu. We're not going to put the Mi'ut on the Azakat to be matir a Safik karet. However, Sefah, what's the worst? You're being matir a lady to the shuk. The matir a lady to the shuk. Then I'll start saying, uh, I, I have the mi'uta, smoke mi'uta to the hazaka, and that'll go against the robe, and therefore I have what to, what to talk about. And therefore, the isulab, lo chashishu. So therefore, in the Sefah, the lady with the mother-in-law went away. The mother-in-law went away, she did not have any uh, children. So therefore, the hazaka was what she was mutated le, le shuk. And now, what do you got over here? Okay, but you have a problem. You got over here, Rov Nashim, yeah, but Rov Nashim are not, Rov uh, Nashim giving birth to, uh, 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 to so you got to come along and say, hey, she could be giving birth to a miscarriage, she could be giving birth to a, a girl. So therefore you got all those, uh, so the mi'ut is only a, a, a zagar. So therefore, according to the in that case over there, I'm going to take the hazaka over the mi'ut, even though he normally is hoshesh to mi'ut, because in this case over here, worst scenario, it's a lab. We're not minimizing it, but it's not a karet. Therefore, I'll take the hazaka over the mi'ut. But I'm not going to take a mi'ut in order to put me in a situation where it can bring me to uh, a sur karet. Because if I add this mi'ut to the hazaka of the resha to go against the rov, you put me in a, in, a, in a, what do you call it, situation? In a karet situation, therefore we say, no. I'm a, it's a bimi'ir. Everything, everything. Mishnah is a bimi'ir. Everything is Mishnah Zabimi'id, and the Resha is Zabimi'id Lechumra, because it's an Isud Karet, therefore he's not dealing with the Mi'ud to fight the Hazaka. He'll keep the Hazaka, and not, and Abi Hoshesh, I'm sorry, because you have a, uh, 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 even though you have a, a Mi'ud over here that should be fighting the Rov, he's not going to let the Mi'ud fight the Rov over here because of the Isud Karet potential. But the Sefa, I'll factor in the Mi'ud over here. And I'll let the mi'ut go with the hazakat to go against the rov because worst comes to worst, it's only it's only zin. The lo hashishu is not that the language; it should be no, hashish. No, it's not. Again, what's your question? The lo hashishu, no. The isuket hashishu. The derasha that says she's forbidden to make yibum. Tanakama, tanakama of the mishnah, which is the bimiir. So lo hashishu is 
חששו, חששו, חששו. 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 The rabbis, the rabbis, I don't like that answer. He says, yeah, well, let's go again. Yeah, weighing the oraitas. Let's go back to the, let's go back to the drawing board. Again, let's go back to the drawing. What's the question again? The question over here is we have a Mishnah. And in the in the in the sefer of the Mishnah, you wanted to tell me that uh, the fact that uh, the, this lady over here, uh, the Hamot, whatever, the, the mother-in-law, so it says that she's uh, permissible to go to the uh, shuk. So why is she permissible to go to the shuk this this uh, Because she came along and she didn't have uh, she didn't have children, she didn't have children, and therefore she, and we know to Hoshesh that she had a she had a boy. Aye, but there's a miut. We said aye, there's a miut that she might have a have a boy. Oh, so we have a hazakah rule. We say hazakah is going to override the uh, the item. Because we had a question from the resha. So why don't you say that the miut should be added to the Hazaka, therefore she should be subject to uh, yes, you boom. So we say, Ela Marava, we have a new answer. Hazaka li boom. Veruba le shuk. The Hazaka lo adif kiruba. The aiti miuta de ma pilot. Smoch la Hazaka. The Avele palga u palga. And therefore, lotenase. Let's read the formula slowly. Resha, the lady went, the tzara went with the husband, Limedina Tayam. Okay? And what? And uh, we want to know if she gave birth over there. What's going to make enough coming up if she gave birth over there? <coughs> if there's going to be a situation of Yibum or not. What Yibum or not? That's the question. Just so Gabriel says, Hazaka li Yibum. 
Good. We start off she hazaka there is yibu because there was no kids. Veruba, but what does the rov tell me? The rov tells me no yibu because the rov says mitaberot veyoldot. So therefore, the, the rov should tell me lashuk that she's be miserable to the shuk. So I got contradictory. I got the Azaka pulling me one way that she's subject to Yibum, and I got a rope that's pulling me that she should be miserable to the Shuk. Which means a rope is stronger. Which means if I have a Hazaka in the rope, I cannot matir a Hazaka against a rope. And therefore, the Bimir holds that I cannot be matira to, 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 to the Shuk over here according to this rope, but. Why? Because he's hoshesh to mi'uta. And what's the mi'uta? Aiti mi'uta de mapilot. Now there's a chance that she did give birth, but could be she had a miscarriage. Now if she has a miscarriage, she's still subject to yibum. And they will take that mi'uta of miscarriages, put it on the scale of hazaka. Now the hazaka is stronger than the rov, and therefore I'm going to come along and say, smoke le hazaka. It's not stronger, at least. It'll equal the scales. And if it's palga or palga, now, you understand how we're working in the Resha, the mechanics over here? The basic hadush of this is that when you're starting with a hazakan, the rov, the rov has the edge. So therefore, since rov mit aberod, you cannot say that she has a automatically of yibum. So therefore, but once you hoshesh to mi'uta, so that means you have to factor in so that... And only be me'ir is... Exactly. And only be me'ir is hoshesh to mi'ut. So there was quite possible that there's going to be a miscarriage of it. Which, mit'abrot. I know there's a lot of mit'abrot. But it could be mit'abrot, but she also could have a hapala. And hapala still keeps her into the game of yibum. It keeps her in the game. So therefore, I add that mi'uta to the hazaka. And that brings me back to 50-50. Now it's 50-50... You can't do anything. It was Rabbanan who will not take that mi'ut. So the they'll keep it in rov. The they got the miscarriage. Therefore, it's rov against hazaka. If you say rov is strong in hazaka, so then she, 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 she's permissible to make a rov mit aberot. She's pitched to shuk. Because rov mit aberot, they got a chart. Permissible to shuk. But I can't say, no, no, no. got to add the rov mi'ut over there. And then we say 50 50. Now let's go to the sefa. And what's the sefa with the mother in law? Case, Sefam, where the question is, did she have a boy? Right? So, what was the Hazaka? The Hazaka started off, she's permissible to the Shuk because the mother in law did not have any other children. Right? Therefore, the Hazaka starts off permissible to the Shuk. Hazaka, the Shuk. And the Gemara says, Veruba, the Shuk. And now we're at, but Rav also tells her to the Shuk <laughs> because the Rav, even say Rav mit Yaledot, but Rav mit Yaledot, uh, let's say Nikevot. And uh, a pilot. And therefore, the, the majority is going to be that she's still permissible to the shuk. The boy is a minority. So now I got a rov and a hazaka all pushing me to the shuk. So therefore, v'habi zecharim mi'uta de mi'uta. Zecharim over here is not only one mi'ut. It's a mi'uta de mi'uta. It's a double mi'ut. I'll explain you why in a minute. Well, mi'uta de mi'uta, lo hayesh de mi'ir. Because over here, I got two things working in my favor that she's permissible to the shuk. I got a rov that tells me she's permissible to the shuk, and I got a hazaka that's permissible to the shuk. So now you want to come along and say what? Yeah, but maybe she's going to give birth to a, uh, a zeh, to a, uh, 
to, to a male that's viable, that's called a mi'utad de mi'utad because it's going against a rov and a hazaka. So whatever a rov and a hazaka on one side of the scale and I only have one s- small mi'ut, that's called a mi'utad de mi'utad. It's minimized even more because I'm going against a hazaka de rov. I have no power at all. That's called the, that, that weakens the mi'ut. That mi'ut is not going to tip any scales over here. It's a mi'utad de mi'utad. Either you put it on the scale. Like we said, put, put it on the scale. Put it on the scale. It's not going to weigh anything. Because it's, 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 it's got to fight two, two powers. Right. Therefore, the mi'ut will say that mutet in the shoot. Okay, let's get the final answer. Final answer. Resha is the bimi'ir and sefa is the bimi'ir. And the bimi'ir indeed is choshesh the mi'ut. And that's why in the resha is choshesh the mi'ut. Because over here you have a hazaka that she is permissible to, uh, 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 to the, there's no children, so she's hazakat zikal yibum. But the rov tells me she is not. So I got a hazaka and, and, and a rov, and rov over is powers. over. So then she should be permissible to the shuk, like Rabbanam will actually say. But the bimis is choshesh the mi'ud. He says you might have a, uh, uh, a child, any child. Uh, actually, a uh, not any child. She might not have a child, and therefore we have to put that on the hazaka. And therefore, once I add it to hazaka, it brings it back up equal to the rov. And therefore, it's a fifty-fifty palga palga. She's stuck. Whereas a court and in the sefa, start the case like this: rov give birth. And Hazaka, she started to she was mutated b'shuk, and both those rov and Hazaka will allow her to get married. Why? Because if the mother-in-law, Hazakah, that what before anything starts, she was permissible to the shuk. And Rob is not a boy. And therefore, she's permissible to the shuk on that. I got two and three more. They watch, but there's a mute that might have a boy. That's such a small mute connected to these two items. Even the mute says she's muteret leshu. The game. The mother-in-law cases where the mother-in-law went to Medirat We don't know what her status is. No, she went. No, pregnant is another story. She went stam. She went stam. She didn't say like the father-in-law went. But she was with somebody. She was with a father. I don't care about the mother. I know the father-in-law didn't give birth. She's giving birth. Technically, the father can go marry another lady. Even if the mother-in-law didn't go overseas, because it would be paternal brother, right? Well, we're not worried about that. We're not worried about that. We're not worried about that. What am I being frustrated with the mother-in-law? Just that she, she went there. She had another boy. She went there and she stopped. I don't care where she went. She, she, she gave birth. That's what I'm about. She had a boy. She had a boy. It doesn't matter. What do I care about the mother-in-law? Doesn't the father follow the father? There's a father went up with the brother. Yeah, you have to have a lady to give birth. I understand, but maybe the father-in-law married someone. We're not worried about that. We're not worried about that. We're not worried about that. Maybe it's a different Sarah. Remember the Resha? Remember the Resha? There's another chance for another brother, right? We say yeah, there's a chance for another paternal brother from the normal marriage that we have over here. So when I say the mother-in-law went over, no, no, that's no, it's just a way of saying we don't know. We don't know if the mother-in-law and the father-in-law were living with us. We know if they gave birth or not. Right. They moved to China. WhatsApp they didn't have. So now we don't know what our status is. That's okay. The mother follows there with her. Even just said the father-in-law went by himself and got married. No, I, I, I mean, she's the one that's giving birth. He could have, he could have, a, he could have a son from another mother. We're not We don't say that. Just like we weren't Hoshesh, we weren't another Sarah had another girl. When they go we're a different wife. That's overseas, maybe different. Okay. Anyway, let's continue. Yes.
Mi 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 gila razi lebanai. Where does it come from? This whole concept. Who said it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a given in the Gemara. Ah, I'm, 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 I'm open. I'm all open. <laughs> the robe is showing. When I prepared it last night, I had a lot of emunat hakamim. I, 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 you say, why did the new tip the scale? Right. Saying Rob is stronger than Chazaka. Rob is stronger than Chazaka. With the Chazaka, and that's even. I mean, I mean, and, uh, it's a coincidence that it just happened to be even. It's not like the 50 50 Averot and the Zod of the Rambam. When you figure out the scale of the Rambam that says 50 50, but it's not 50 50 Averot, and one Averot is going to tip the scale. When you figure out that scale, you tell me about this scale over there. All right. They just said, again, don't get, don't get technical with, with, the, with the weight of it. It's just saying, it just, it just makes it an equal suffix. That's what it means. That's the way of saying it makes it a suffix. Okay. Now the Gemara continues. Now we, now we get to, 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 to the technical question. The technical, no, no, no. Of the, of the Gemara, of the Gemara. The technical question of the Gemara is, so what do we say in this case? Let's review the case because we got to remember the cases. You have a lady that went with her tzara. I'm sorry, a man went with her tzara to Medinat Ayam. Okay, I was like, well, nothing wrong with that so far. And there was no children. So therefore there was no, uh, there was subject to Yibum, the Chawra. And there was Haskat Yibum going in. Okay, and now we don't know this lady that's standing behind. The husband died. And now we don't know exactly what, what's the status. Can she make you boom? Well, she can't make you boom. But maybe the Sarah had a child. The Sarah's away. The Sarah's away. Sarah, we don't know if she had a child. She had a child, there's no you boom. If she didn't have a child, there is you boom. So we say, hey, you got to know this, know that. So you want to ask a simple question. Just make a halitza. You make a halitza, you cover all the questions. If there was supposed to be you boom, you work to make the halitza. And if there wasn't supposed to, so you, so you took a shoe off. You, you wasted some spit. What's the biggest... Uh, so Yabara says, So sorry, first Gibra's question is, Remember we said a regular lady that falls uh, she's gotta wait three months. Three months of Habhana just to make sure that she is not uh, pregnant herself. So therefore, when it comes to Habirta Tisha. Okay, when it comes to, uh, if you're worried about her friend or tzara, so you got to wait nine months from the death of the Baal. Maybe she was uh, pregnant, and therefore the halitza is not going to be potated. So the Gemara says, okay, and then what, after nine months, what? You're going to make a halitza, right? After nine months. Uh, so make a halitza now then. So it says, v'choletzet mimanavshak. You can make a choletzet mimanavshak, like we said. After nine months, make a halitza mimanavshak. If, 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 if she gave birth after nine months... You don't need a halitza if she didn't give birth after the nine months, but you got to wait. We don't want you to do a sketch halitza. We want you to do a halitza that possibly is a halitza. They will wait nine months, and for sure you'll be either here or, here or there. So the Gibraltar says, the Halina Amar, Le'asma Shlosha. And within the nine months, it may not be a real one, so therefore. She could give birth. Right. Right. It could be she didn't give birth yet. We have an opportunity to do a real 
Right. Wait, wait, wait till the opportunity to do a real halitza. Because oh, after not, because judge the birth is not a halitza. So therefore, wait till nine months. So nine months, you know, you, you, it's black or white now. Nine months, either she had a baby, and therefore there's no halitza, or she didn't have a baby, and there is halitza. Yeah, you got two stadim over there. Before that, you don't have two stadim. So she gave birth, I still need halitza? No. No, but you don't know. That's what it means, if you need the halitza, it's a halitza. I mean, if she didn't give birth, you need the halitza. And if she gave birth... She's put in the shuk anyway. Right, that's what I mean. So, but so, so you, you do the halitza on the tzad, on the tzad. Or palm, you're going to wait nine months. Wait nine months. Because at nine months, now already you know where you stand already. She gave birth. If she gave birth, you don't need anything. And if she didn't give birth, so there's the halitza in Manafshach. Make a halitza in Manafshach. At nine months, the safik is already, nothing more can happen after nine months. If you do your boom. No, that we're not going. That we're not going. Unless she had a baby. She had a baby, she can't do your boom. That's what it says. Halitza in Manafshach. But why three months and nine months difference? What's the difference between Sarah or her? It's a difference. Oh, so look at the next شيطة. Something happened there. <laughs> did she get birth or she didn't get birth? So therefore, wait till the Sephik is out of the, you know, out, out of the story. And it's given Halitzah and Manafshak. So the other rabbi says, no, you don't know what she's doing over here. You don't know her status over there, if there was a kid or not. Le'olam. Le'olam. Just give Halitzah. What's the difference? Exactly. Barkayama. Now let's say what happens. After the two witnesses come along and say, by the way, she had a boy. She had a boy. It was, she had a baby. That's not a baby. Oh, so that halitza was not necessary. So you got to make an announcement for Kohanim. You got to make an announcement because now people that think she's a halutza and that she's not allowed to marry a Kohen. But really the halitza was not a halitza. So she's going to need v'nimsa tamatzicha kroz lekeuna. They're going to have to make up in shul and say, Boy, say, everybody heard there was a halitza the other day. But you saw the halitza was a fake halitza. Therefore, plonit is muted in the kehuna. Okay, so you have to make an announcement. So edit, edit to the list of the rabbi's announcements. What's the problem? So the Gebra says, V'nitzricha. So, 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 so do it. Need it. Edit to the list. It's at 2 o'clock and this lady's not a halitza. Well, what, what's the problem? The Gebra says, There's my ikad avi b'halitza v'lo v'avi akhraza. Problem is because not everybody's in the same place at all times, and therefore maybe somebody was at the halitza but didn't hear the rabbi's announcement. And now what are they going to see? Well, now they see a halitza marrying a kohen. Ve'amri kasharu halitza lekohen. What's going on over here? I've got a business this over here. They're going to think that they were mati the halitza kohen. I but the rabbi made an announcement. He wasn't there for the announcement. He's just there for the halitza. 
So therefore, what? She's going to be asuta. So therefore, I cannot make a halitza miman of shach. So therefore, what? She's asuta forever. That's right. Until, until. Give a halitza. Make her asuta for him. I don't want to do that. We're changing laws now. We're changing laws now. Why do you want to do that? Give her a halitza. Go slow. Go slow. That's good thing about that. I got this. Everybody has solutions over here. I appreciate it. But what I'm saying over here, first of all, and I hear your solutions. Because you say, Azita, you can't do anything over here. Without thought to say, listen, we understand, Rabbi, she's forbidden forever, according to you. Why should she be forbidden forever? You make a halitzah, it's going to do, it's going to solve it one way or another. If she needs a halitzah, she got, she didn't need it, she didn't need it. Said, You're right. Understand that she didn't need it. Uh, she's got a non necessary halitzah has got to be followed up by a hachraza in order to allow her to marry Kwani. So the Gemara says, okay, we, we, we know how to make hakraza. Add it to the list. And the Gemara says, no, because you're worried that the guy might not hear the hakraza. He just heard about the halitza. And what's going to happen? She, who really is a non-halitza, because the kid is, there was a kid, is going to end up marrying a queen legally. But the guys who weren't there, they had the announcement. I'm going to say, oh, we were there for halitza. The rabbis were there. There must be a queen to marry a halitza. And therefore, why? You're going to have shikhata Torah. You're forgetting a law from the Torah now. They're putting a Torah law in jeopardy because people say, I was there. They died at Halitza, marry a Kehunah. Now, it's not a rabbinical, it's not a Torah law even. A Halutza, marry a Kohen. Halutza to Kohen is the Rabbanan. Look at this over here. It's not even that we're protecting a Torah law here. Don't worry, the Rabbanan. And then for what? In chains for the rest of my life. Because it'll lead to a Girushah. That's obvious you have to say that. Because that, why is Halutza Surah? Aitzis, Gizrat, Gizrah. All the questions. All the questions. So, Rishoni, Mikshu. Ba'alo, Mivar, B'Mishnah. We learned above. Sha'cholitz l'me'uberet v'yalda balad ben kayama. Let's say a guy made a Halitza to a lady that was me'uberet. And what? And then she, uh, she gave birth. So therefore, you didn't need this halitza. She was uh, she she ultimately gave birth. Lo pasla min a kehuna, mishum shet barer she halitza itash shelo letzorich. Haresh shelo hashu hachemim shemayavod lehatir halutza lekohen v'samchu al hachraza. Why over there they relied on hachraza, and over here you're telling me nah v'tir su shom nam hachemim hashishu ken akatayla v'lachen asrukan nachalotz kozeman sheena yodat im. Again, what's the answer? Again, the answer to make a halitza kozman that you don't know because we, we, we don't want to put her into this uh, this question of it. Kozman she'ena yodad yodad. Ava b'diabat shekevar halitza. Over there they did the halitza. So if you did the halitza already, okay, do the akraza. But lechatechila we don't want you to make the, 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 the this halitza because we don't want you to get it. But over there it was somewhere where they did it already. They did an answer over there. Right. Here they see the kid. Over there she was pregnant. Right. All in the same town over here. Right. 
So therefore, she gave birth, everybody sees the baby. So everybody's going to, oh, there's a baby, and Halitza was a sketch, Halitza. So nobody's going to think that there was a problem when I'm marrying a, a Kohen. We just witnesses that came and told us. So we don't see a kid. So then we don't see a kid. There's no kids over here. And we made a, we made a Alitza properly. And there's a Kohen. They don't know about witnesses that showed up to Bedin. That's in the Bedin. That's that over here. Now, that is a strong, uh, strong thing. So the Gibbara says, oh, we have a question. We have a question from Al Mishnah. We learned this Mishnah yesterday. we learned earlier. A guy did not have any children, and he went with his wife to Medina Tayyam, and he has a brother. So therefore, she was Behaskat, Yibum, right? No children, and he has a brother. I went to Medina Tayyam. She comes back and says, Nitan li ben Medina Tayyam. She says, What? Well, I got a kid. And if she has a kid, what? She's exempt from Yibum. The Amra, she says, Mit bini ba'ali. Oh, so she's saying, but my son died first, and then my husband so says, she's still zikuka. Mm-hmm. So it's asar, etir, and therefore she can still go with making the yibum. Ne'emen, to make yibum. Mit ba'ali bini, but if she says, my husband died first, and then the son, and therefore she's not subject to yibum, she wants to say, ena ne'emen, to take herself out of the hazaka that she had, and therefore, she's not going to be permissible to go to the shuk without a halitza. And therefore, we have to be hoshesh to her words to the extent that we're going to say, We're not going to let her make a yibum, because she's basically saying she's not subject to yibum. So we're not going to make a yibum, but we're not going to go to the shuk either, and then we're going to tell her she needs to make a halitza. The Gebra says, Right, so that's the next question. Maybe witnesses are going to come and confirm and come along and say what? That indeed it was the Baal that died first and then the child and therefore she's not subject and therefore the Halitza was not necessary. Again, you make it like Gilad said, this, this Halitza is also Mesefek and we're letting it go. Even though it might be Mivura later on that she was right, and therefore if she was right, the Alitza was not necessary. You're gonna make a cruise for the Kiruna, and they're gonna back to the same story that these are guys that heard this story, and we're not worried about it. But I give two answers. Huh? What's the choice? You don't know. You can't do a Alitza when it's gonna create a problem. What was the what was the solution over there? We had no solution. We said, that's what I'll allow, because, because Halitza is going to become a problem. So why do you say Halitza is going to become a problem? So give us two answers. Amara Papa, big Girusha. That case, she was a Girusha already. So she was a Girusha, she was anyway forbidden to Kohanim. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. So therefore, uh, not going to make a difference. Not going to make a difference. Right. Not going to make a difference. So what are you worried about? Oh, they're not going to know. They're not going to be tina tikkuna anyway. Give me a second answer. Hiya bered ravuna amar be amra ani viu nehbinu be meara. We were in a cave together, and nobody was able to see anything that happened. There's no witnesses. Me and my husband were in a cave. And therefore, he died first, and then the kid died. And since we were in a cave, nobody, nobody was there. So you don't have to hoshesh that maybe witnesses are going to come along and confirm that she was right. Therefore, the Hadith says, uh, it'll happen. 
Basically, she's saying, it's a case where you have to trust me. There's no witnesses. In that case over there, since you trust you, you don't have to worry that it'll come to a problem. So the halitza will never be undone through uh, uh, or confirmed nothing by witnesses. Then we don't have to be khoshesh to such a... When do I have to be khoshesh to a halitza if witnesses will come after to confirm that the halitza was not needed? But in this case, witnesses can never come to confirm the halitza was not needed because there was no witness, they were in a cave. And therefore, there's no problem to make such a halitza. <laughs> because what? <laughs> They're never going to let her marry a kohen anyway. <laughs> because uh, she is a halitza. Nobody could say otherwise. Read Tanzanish. Okay, so you can't go to a Kohen or a Pennsylvania Kalitza. Okay, so you can't go to a Kohen and a Levi. I mean, a Levi Israel. He said that's going to uh, be subject to... That's what I was asking. Or we, we realize that Kalitza had no real basis. If you, if you allow... If you allow to do what? If you allow... So, okay, you know what? You're a Kohen. And you can marry a Levi Israel. Right. Just say that. Give her Kalitza. What are you worried? She's a married Kohen? Tell her you can't marry a Kohen. That's what I was asking. But at least you have two out of three. Let her get married. She's not through the Olam. I had the Kalitza. And that, 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 Right. So maybe our kids have to have a child. End of 2020. The whole rule of contact is not Yeah, but then maybe. What? Ah, it what to, to forbid her to have the court quanim would would move make the yeah. halitza just the court but she's always been forbidden to go in. Always is the olam is for quanim. But I said he's she's assumed the olam. Right. The quanim. Right. So we asked earlier what what just tell her you know what marry a lady. Yeah, just don't marry Kohen. Like, make a halitza. Make halitza, free her, and don't marry Kohen. So you don't have to worry about that whole, what's going to happen if she marries a Kohen, people are going to think. If the guy comes and says, okay, so I married a lady, you said, no, 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 no. What, so you said, in a compromise of halitza, if you do that? Yeah. No, 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 in general. General, the concept. It's a sketch item. Look at this, she's talked. It was it was a nothing halitza, they still look... They, they, they'll make fun of oh, that's, that's, They're saying the was, was really a still not letting her marry a Kohen. They're still not letting her marry a Kohen. It weakens the institution of what a Halitza is supposed to do. Uh, 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 it wasn't a Halitza and you can't marry a Kohen. Come on. Okay, that's the answer. Let's go to the next question. Shtei Bamot. Unbelievable, huh? Beautiful, Mishnayote. Okay. Married to what? The two brothers. Okay. Zuomerit mit Bali. They come back, or they're there, they say one says mit Bali. Zuomerit mit Bali. See the case over now? <laughs> you got a problem with it. Uh, let, let, let's, let's let's give the give the formula that we're discussing. We learned on Shabbat stuff that a yibama is not a minute uh, to give a testimony on a tzara. 
not test not not in general. She she has a rivalry, and therefore she's going to come and say something that is, uh, you know, to to be calculated. This is not tzara. Not a tzara. This is a potential, a potential tzara, a potential yavam. It's not a tzara. It's not a co-wife. I'll give me a case. Yeah, it's a potential. It's a potential wife of the husband. Basically, you have, you have, you have, you have potential it's a potential setup. It can become a setup. Okay. 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 Which is, she's there meant to say that her husband died. So she could say the Uven died. Okay, now she's subject to Yibum. Now she's relying on, uh, or she, or she, now she wants to be, go to the Shuk. Why did she want to go to the Shuk? Because the other uh, lady said that her husband died. Right. But she does not have the Imarut to say husband died like her. her. So therefore, she cannot go to the shuk. She not the emenet legabe the other one. Oh, Ishto says met. So why don't you believe it? This is the rule that I was trying to say. Yevama cannot testify on her friend. That she basically wants to say that she wants to say that my husband died, therefore you're free to go to the shuk. No, she wants to mess her up. So therefore she's not neemenet legabe to be matira. She might be neemenet to herself, but legabe what she's going to do by this testimony to now matira yebama la shuka, that we're going to say no. Because that's when she has so no. So they're both stuck. Because it's going both yeah, ways. No, it could be so they're both either, ways. It could be either one of them can have kids and one another. That's Gemara's next. That's Gemara's next case. That's Gemara's next case. Wait, go so. That's Gemara's next case. Here with the wife, there's no kids. There's no kids. Everything equal. Both sides. Both sides. So they both knock each other. Exactly. They both knock each other off. Exactly. So they both has. They both neeman to say that their husbands died, but they both forbidden to the shuk because they both cannot testify for the other one that their yavam died. Imagine. So I guess give a case over here of the uh, Uven and Shimon, and they are married to, uh, I don't know, I want to give the case of the names over there. Sarat Nachel. And therefore what happens, Sarat comes along and says, the Uven died, Rachel comes along, and they're brothers, and Rachel comes along and says that Shimon died. The Gaber, Rachel and Sarat, the Neiman to say their husbands died. However, they're in a catch-27 here because they cannot go to the shuk. Why can't they go to the shuk? Sarah now just got tested that her husband died and that her brother-in-law died. And if her brother-in-law died, she went, wait, how do you know the brother-in-law died? You know that from the Yemama, the other, the other lady, sister-in-law. And then the sister-in-law is not in a minute to testify that her husband died to mateer you to the shuk and vice versa. So they were both forbidden to the shuk. What an amazing... It's stuck. And again, well, we say stuck until we verify. Okay, if you can't verify, then you're stuck. But if you can verify, with, with the, obviously they're going to do their due diligence. You can't verify they're permitted to the shuk. There's no else around. Once you verify, it's not you If one's alive, then... you. 
Verify. <laughs> Verify. <laughs> Testify the second one, she still stops, she has to wait yeah. to make the boom. This is just here in this case, she's not in the middle. Correct, correct, correct. Okay. 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 So I'm reading the case again, just to see the beauty of it. Married to two sisters. Two brothers, I'm sorry. No children, obviously. She has an emanut on that. However, she has an emanut on that too. However, so Asuram Mepne Balashizu Kostagabe the Yibamam mitzvah, we have to assume that the other guy's alive. And therefore, if he's alive, you cannot go to the shuk. Now Lazu Edim Vilazu in Edim. Okay, now let's say one of them has uh, witnesses that her husband died. That's stronger. Right? Exactly. Vilazu anything. The other one does not have witnesses. The one that has witnessed that her husband died, so therefore she's forbidden because she cannot fall to because the other guy's alive. Because she's depending on the she, testimony of the other one. No However, the one that does not have him, she's believed to say husband died, and she's believed, and the other guy's, the other one's believed because she has witnesses. So therefore, <laughs> so therefore, she, she comes out winning over there because she did not have witness, the other one did. So again, she's, she's believed on her own to say yes. She's believed that what? When she says, my husband Shimon died. She will not fall to Yibub to Reuven because Reuven's wife, Reuven had two witnesses that come along to say Reuven died. Yudi. So now I know Reuven's dead. If I know Reuven's dead because of witnesses, Shimon's wife has no problem to go to the Shi'uk. But she ain't come the reverse. The one that has the witnesses, for sure we know Reuven died. But it's not going to be Matira to go to, with Shimon because we only know Shimon died from the, from, from the lady. And she cannot testify the Gabbai the Yibama. Continue. Lezubanim, this is your case, uh, Ilan. Lezubanim and Lezubanim. Okay? One of the girls has children, and one of them does not. So, Echi yesh labanim muteret. Well, obviously, the one that has children is going to be muteret lashuk. Because she does. She has children. She leaves the Gabeha husband. She's named the Gabeha husband, she has children. I don't know that one. I'm named it. Husband died, Uven died, and have children. Muteret lashuk. The Echi and Labanim. Asura, obviously, the one doesn't have banim, she's subject to yibum. I, the other lady said her husband died, she's not there, man, Therefore, she's uh, back, to, back to square zero. The last case over here we have is Nityabemu. Let's say, oh, let's say beautiful. There was four brothers, exactly. You have Reuven and Shimon, but that's only a pagos, like a bit of Shimon, we don't know what the status is. But let's say there was Levi Vihuda. So, therefore, uh, this lady came along and said, Med Bali. And this lady said, Med Bali. So we know the Uven and Shimon have a problem with their wives going to uh, Shimon. No, but you have the Vivi Yehuda. So they can make you boom with the Vivi Yehuda. Um, can they make you boom? Their, their husbands are. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm from Hannah. Any brother's good. Again, again, again. 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 Uh-huh. Now they go back. That's the question. They go back to this problem. Oh, wow. Now you go back to the Uven and Shimon's wives. We're back to that testimony that wasn't work. Or do you say you broke it? You broke it. You broke it. You broke it. Uh, black games. So the Gemara says, "Nit Yabemu died. 
So now, when they view, they have Yibum. And now, maybe they're still alive. Because that testimony is not in mind for, the, for these wives over there. So they're, they're stuck again. So the first Mishnah says, Asurat, then that's it. So you verify. She forbidden to the Shuk again. And the Bil Azad says, No, it's the Hutruli Yibamim, Hutruli Choladam. Which means, exactly. Once already you matir them to get married to the Vivi Yehuda, that's it. It broke, it broke the original uh, item of it. You might them. And therefore, we're not going to re, 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 re the original Isur and say that it's uh, forbidden. Now, why is that so? We have to see why. But he's saying it doesn't wake up. Bottom line, he may still be alive. 100%. I think I the testimony. You have to assume that they're alive because you're not in a minute to me to come along and say. So the Quran can do. But you know what? Once we matir them already, we don't rehash the thing. If there's something happened in between, we don't go back to the original. Let's read that she on that for a second. Read that she. Uh, the last case. That's uh, one, two, three, four lines on the bottom. Maybe they're still alive. Because we don't believe the testimony of the Gabbay and Shimon. No problem. They believe the Gabbay Ba'alehin. Right. When she said that Uven died, she's believed for herself that Uven died to make a Yibum. That's not a problem. Sure. When Levi and Yehuda die, you let them go to the Shuk, you're relying on the testimony that's not the Iman. And I, you can't do that. And what does the next rabbi say? Right. So once already you allowed them to get married, which uh, you acted upon the testimony. So now it says it's correct. Said. Correct. Right, right, which right. Is, uh, bottom line, right? Which is I, I let them. I let them. I let them give him a bit. Exactly. So he he died and he died, and you both made your boom. I mean, that testimony allowed you to make your boom. And now you want to come along and say, yeah, we're not even making a movement now that they die. You got to go back to the dead. They're not dead? All right. uh, come on. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, it's, it's a little stida, like, it's a little stida. You give it a tent to get, get married because both of them. Right. And then you're taking your back. Yeah, I hear you say That's what you talked about yesterday also. Well, it's different because it's a thing. There's no, there's no guarantee he's sued. No. Don't, don't do anything. Correct. In the case of only one of the uh, 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 Yaban brothers uh, passed away, Yehuda. Now, yeah. one, one's married with kids, and the, and the other one can't go and now find okay. another one. Okay, okay. Quite, quite, quite a little uh, f- f- funny yeah. result because if you're going to be Mahmoud. That's basically. Because his husband may still be alive. And that's the Mahloka. That's the Mahloka of the Mishnah. Okay, let's go a little bit about our boys. Tana. We have a case of the case of the Edim. Lezu Edim Ubanim. Ulezu Lo Edim Velobanim. Okay, so what's the case over here? You have two Yibamot, they both testify that the husband died. One has Edim, which is very good that the husband died, and she has uh, children. Okay, so what do you want? She has Edim, she has children, she good luck. Velezu Lo Edim Velobanim. Oh, Shetehem Mutarot. No problem. Shetehem Mutarot. The one that has witnesses and the one that has children, for sure she's mutalash, because right. she's not subject to yibum. Uh, the other one that does not have witnesses and does not have uh, children, she's, she's, so she's also mutalash. Why is she mutalash? 
the, the witnesses of the first She relies on the witnesses of the first wife. She's able to rely on the witnesses of the first wife because it's not her. It's witnesses. And therefore, witnesses come along and say, God is evil. And no other brothers. There's no other brothers. And therefore, she's mutated. That's true. And the other one has kids. And the other one has kids. So basically, each one's relying on witnesses. One's relying on kids. The one who has kids doesn't have to rely on the testimony of the other. Correct. She's good. She's good. She's good. She has witnesses and kids. And therefore, she's off the And the other one is relying on what? Witnesses. And the witnesses say he died. And then what is the Neiman? The Yabamah not the Emenet. The witnesses are. The witnesses are for the wife that has kids? Yes. Witnesses for the kids, yes. Because they have kids. Because you, yes. why, why is the board one? Yes. Witnesses. The kids are, are the witnesses themselves. Must no, no. Be, there the must be the kids. No, the, the, witnesses the other one. The, oh, that's right. the witnesses help the other one. The witnesses help the, the, the other lady. Oh. But the witnesses are the one for the for the wife that has kids? And yes. Her husband. Give me some kids. Yes. Which is, let's say, Rachel, uh, right? So Rachel comes along and brings uh, witnesses that, that her husband, Reuven, died. Beauty, and she has kids. Beauty. But, but, no, she's part of the Yibu, for sure. She's Kibbutz Al-Shu. She didn't witness it. She didn't witness it. The question is, kids died. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Here's your question. I'm answering you. So therefore, what? Is Rachel Mutal a shuk? thousand percent. She has kids. Beautiful. But the witnesses are going to help the next one. Watch, watch. Which now? Which well, what's now, the point now, of the witnesses in the first watch, place? Now, now, it now, wasn't now, in the kids. No, 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 no. For her. Now Sarah comes. Sarah comes. Right? Sarah comes. Sarah's married to Shimon. Right? Sarah does not have witnesses. Sarah says, my husband Shimon died. And she doesn't have kids. Now she should be subject to Yibum. Now, the question is over here. What is she relying on that she doesn't have a brother-in-law? She was lying on witnesses. Oh, you can believe witnesses. Okay, the witnesses are... Yeah, I know, but... Witnesses I, are, the witnesses are for Sarah. No, no, not I understand not that, but yeah. the witnesses are helpful for Sarah. Right. Well, what's the point of the witnesses in the first place if they have kids? Sarah. No, I understand. For the Sarah. No, I understand it's good for the Sarah. For the Sarah. Sarah. Been dying. For the Sarah, that's it. We're oh, giving you a case. That's you're right. It. You're right. You don't need a father. You know what I You got it. You got it. That's the question. So the witnesses came to help the Tzara? No. Or maybe they were there. Stop the game. Stop the game. It's you. That was Mitzius. They came. They came. They came. They don't have a reason why they're coming. They came. He's asking for herself. No, she's the admitted on herself to stay here. Maybe the witnesses came. Oh, they had kids and they passed away. No, they had kids. Listen to Hassan. By the way, she doesn't know if he died. She doesn't always know if she died. She doesn't know. She was away. She don't know nothing. So she comes home with my husband. I don't know the guys. Where's my husband? Witnesses come and say, by the way, sorry to tell you, guy died. Okay, what is this? It's a very easy. She didn't know. She didn't know.